the inspiration to start Schedule Engine came from uh, taking a step back from the industry and, and really studying what was happening at a macro level and really, really dialing in and focusing on this, this gap, this gap between what consumers were expecting and what contractors, you know, as one, you know, intimately, you know, familiar with it, were equipped with, with to, to, to deliver on those expectations. Welcome to the Lion's Den, hosted by Lance Bachman. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Lion's Den. On this week's episode, we have Austin Haller, who is the CEO and founder of Schedule Engine, but sold a company prior to that and grew up in the contracting world at his dad's company, which is a nice size HVAC. Plum- do you guys do plumbing over there also, correct? We, we do, yeah. Plumbing and electrical, HVAC, plumbing and electrical. Um, why don't you tell everybody who you are, what your background is, and then we're going to jump into what you do and why Schedule Engine is so cool and digital marketing and everything else. How's that sound? Sounds great. Thank you, Lance, and, and thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, so you, you hit it. My background is, is in the trade, so I had the privilege of growing up um, in the trades, working for my father's business, HVC, plumbing, electrical, a lot of uh, both both new construction and service and replacement. So really got the chance to kind of see the, see the whole spectrum. But most importantly, I got a chance to learn what it was like out in the field, the warehouse, the service department, like what is the reality of, of the, the day-to-day in, in the contractor's world and the challenges that, that are faced. Uh, as well as like what tools you know, have existed historically for for contractors to overcome those challenges, and and that's that's the background that has you know kind of inspired the the path that that I've been on since then. Now let's talk about that, right? Contractors when you grew up, right? Let's be realistic. It was a negative connotation. You think plumber, you think a guy with his jeans down, butt crack out. You think HVAC person getting drunk at the bar by three, show up right in jeans and a t shirt. And that's totally really not the case at a lot of these great professional organizations. Can you talk about that? And I think COVID has really changed people's perception of contractors and the trades because of the money people are making. They're seeing it. And all these college kids are coming out making 35, 50, 60. And an HVH act, an HVAC installer can make a hundred first year, a service tech can make a hundred plus first year, great sales guys can make 200 plus. Can you talk about the change that you're seeing in the dynamic? I know we're here talking about schedule engine, but you know, you have sure. plus years being around this. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think it's, I think it's a great question. I think, um, yeah, I think you've got, you've got next generation, uh, like uh, across the board, a lot of, a lot of uh, contracting companies have been t- turned over from generation to generation that are, you know, evolving and progressing and investing in new ways of doing things. There's been lots of technology, uh, you know, across the board to 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 improve and, and kind of innovate and attract, um, you know, different different and you know uh, other folks to to kind of get into it. And you're right, you know, the traditional pathway for 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 um, for kids uh, is is a lot more expensive than it than it used to be. Um, but I think. Uh, I think you, you've you've got a home services industry that is massive, um, that is you know that is in, in desperate need across across the board from for for consumers. It's a it's a recession resistant uh, sector of the industry, and uh, and I think you know the 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 industry over the past like five ten years has really started to evolve, open their minds to to doing things differently, and I think that's opened up you know opportunities for 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 folks. And there's a lot of a lot of money, a lot of a lot of uh, investment dollars flowing into this space, which makes it makes it really, really interesting for for everyone and an exciting place to be at an at an exciting time. 
private equity firms are coming left and right, as you know, buying companies, buying organizations. Let's talk about technology meeting contractors to home service-based business, right? So for years, it was pretty much all contractor and these businesses really need was really phone books, right? That for years, it was just a phone book, phone book, phone book. Now it's totally different, right? You have SEO, PPC, social media, but now you're having all these other things. You have chat systems, contractors are starting to put on it. You never thought an HVAC person would have chat on their website answering questions, right? Or let's talk about schedule engine, right? Pretty cool technology, right? You put videos, upload your problems, book the appointment. Can you talk about how technology and how contractors are starting to embrace it saying, let's give our customers a frictionless environment here also? not just the iPhone. Can you talk about that? Absolutely. I mean, I think it starts with, with consumer expectations, right? So, so customer expectations, consumer expectations have, have evolved significantly and continue to evolve at a faster and faster pace. And, and that has been driven by lots of other, you know, players, the Amazon, Uber, like all, all of these other services that are part of the consumer's day-to-day life. Consumers expect convenience. They expect to be able to engage and do, you know, do things on their terms at, you know, at the time of day that they want to. And and the the, the companies, the service providers uh, that have evolved to meet those expectations are thriving, are, are winning, you know, and and uh, so, you know, yes, the, the consumer expectations have, have evolved. That's forced, I think, the industry, you know, contractors to to evolve as well, to meet those expectations. And, uh, you know, that's that's thinking differently about marketing. It's thinking differently about how you communicate and engage uh, with with your con- with with your your local consumers and how easy you make it to do business with you. Um, and then, you know, as well, internally, there's a lot of technology that has evolved to make it easier to run your business, you know. Service Titan is is one great example. There's lots of, of field service management systems that are that are out there to make it easier to do things internally that that historically have been really challenging. You know, and has have required a lot of institutional knowledge. You know, of of folks to to manage. I think th- this is all you know a, a good thing for those contractors who understand it, embrace it, and invest in it. You know, you mentioned Service Titan. I know you have a partnership with Service Titan. You know, there's so many people that we see are on Service Titan, though, for whatever reason, they're not set up correctly on Service Titan. And when we meet them, we say to them all the time, the reason why is contractors seem to get very frustrated with anything technology, right? They they know their business, right? They know their Ream, Lennox, Train, whatever they may be, Carrier. They know how to get the product in. They know how to get the product out. They know how to... Um, even a lot of contractors, as you know, are communication telephone systems they've had a lot of training on that because the technology piece can you talk about why you think sometimes service titan these other technology platforms they're great at getting in the door but then people come back and say well we're really not using you and things aren't set up correctly do you think maybe that it could be a training issue education issue frustration issue what do you you think that part is because we're seeing that a lot in the industry with a lot of different technologies not just service i'm not just picking out service i'm picking out just technology Absolutely. No, I think, um, I think a couple of things. One, I think it does, it, it, it requires some patience. You know, I think that these, these systems have been set up to be very configurable. Lots of, lots of contractors operate differently, you know, and these systems have had to be developed in a way that accommodate those various ways of, of working, which is a good thing, but that, that then requires work to get it actually set up properly to get it configured properly. And, and, and so, you know, first of all, patience to, to, to go through that process. Second of all, 
it's really important to have internal champions when you're when you're embracing something as substantial as a field service management system, uh, you know, transition, whether it's Service Titan or anyone else. Um, that, that's a lot of change, and there needs to be internal advocates and champions that own that, you know, and put the time and effort into to really get things set up the way that you want to, to get it set up. Um, a lot of the companies, the best companies in Service Titan is one example that ha- have invested heavily in their team, their onboarding teams, their implementation teams. So they have the resources there uh, that 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 can uh, support that process. But um, you know, it's I hate to say it, but it's a little bit of what you put in, you get out. You know, when when it comes to to implementing these these new systems um, that are you know changing the way that you operate as a business. If you like this content and you're trying to grow your business. Follow me at Lance Bachman and Lance Bachman Digital on Facebook, LFG, time to grow. You know, and I agree with you. I think what you, I always say to people, you need people to own things inside of organization and really educate and push because no matter who it is, even one SEO, service engine, service type, doesn't matter who it is. We can only go some, we're not in your organization. Even though we're an extension of your organization, you still need champions, like you said, in your organization to drive it, move the message know what's going on, understand it, or it's just going to be a frustrating process between whoever it may be, whatever technology it is. So let's talk about that. Let's talk, let's jump into service engine. Where'd you come up with this ideal? What made you start it? And I mean, a hundred plus employees, you hired 30 some people over the last 30, 40 days, you're growing. I mean, talk about that. That's success, man. And you're right here in Pennsylvania. You're 60 miles down the road from me. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's been an exciting story and it's been an exciting journey. And I think, you know, I'm, I, like, like I said, I've, I've had the, uh, the, pri- the privilege of growing up and kind of understanding the, and that was the starting point, but um, you know, it, the, 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 the inspiration to start schedule engine came from uh, taking a step back from the industry and, and really studying what was happening at a macro level and really, really dialing in and focusing on, this this gap this gap between what consumers were expecting and what contractors you know as, as one you know intimately under, you know familiar with it were equipped with, with to, to to deliver on those expectations uh, there was a gap and so the, the the purpose of of starting schedule engine was to help close that gap and to do it in a way that was uh, was empowering for the contractors so we you know out of the gate we we did one of our guiding principles well let's Let's build a system that's designed for the consumer, but it's built for the contractor. And let's let's you know we know that that scheduling you know is is really at the crux of of this issue. Like to to do to be easy to do business with, you know you have you have to do it on the consumer's terms, which means around the clock, which means maybe not even speaking to anyone, right? Like that's the what that's what consumers we expect today. Um, to set a system up to really automate that scheduling process is is challenging. Scheduling is hard. Like it's it's you know it's parts art, part science, and and um, so that took us some time to, de- to design and, and to develop, um, but we've ultimately, you know, accomplished that and, and has su- have succeeded. And that's been the reason for our growth is, is we've, we've created this system that enables this automated scheduling experience that really enhances that consumer experience, but without forcing the contractor to fundamentally change the way they do, they do business. We integrate and we configure uh, to, to, you know, the preferences of each contractor to, uh, to automate that process. And that's our goal. Our goal is to continue to, uh, you know, to, to help contractors meet the evolving consumer expectations and, and continue to focus on what they do best, which is solving problems in the field, you know, and, and uh, you know, and, and, you know, helping ensure that, that homeowners are maintaining healthy and uh, healthy and, and, you know, happy homes for their families. You know, 
you're young. I think how old are you now? I'm, I'm 33. You're 33 years old. You have 100 plus employees. You've had success. I mean, your parents have to be so proud of you saying like, okay, he did it. Like, and you're just starting, right? I mean, I know how these SaaS programs work. I mean, you're getting, I see the reviews. People love your product. It's a great product. I got to play with it, you know. I mean, there's no words but onwards and upwards for your organization. They have to be saying in Lancaster right now, this is one of the best people to come out of our high school. No? <laughs> uh, they, 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 they may be, uh, you know, I think, I, I, no, no question that uh, my family is proud. And, and I'm fortunate to, to have, you know, grown up in an environment, you know, where I've had a, a father who has taught me everything that I, that I, that I know you know, on the ground and in the industry, but then has embraced, you know, this, this, uh, this growth that in the, in the path that I've been on, um, you know, I was, I was inspired more by my father's entrepreneurialism than I was the actual business as much respect as I have for, for his business. I wanted to, to create something, you know, uh, different and new, um, as, as he did. And, and it's been, um, it's been an awesome, you know, experience to have the opportunity to do that and and kind of build on that foundation in a in a different way than than a lot of second generations do. So your father was in the industry, still is. You guys have a great reputation over at Hauler, right? I mean, it's one of the premier one of the premier companies in there in the industry. You guys are leaders. You go to events, you talk, you speak. Why is the reputation of a service based industry? I tell this people all the time. I think it's for all business, but service-based especially. Why is it so important to have a great reputation and be stellar in the community? Can you talk about that? Because I don't think a lot of people understand that and get that. Yeah. Well, when you think about like what we're delivering as contractors, it's an it's a it's an experience that is in the home. I mean, it, it like it is the most vulnerable like space as as a consumer that we are that you know that that we that we have and. When we're inviting somebody into our home, the reputation of that person, of that company is really important, like possibly more important than anything else that we do. We don't care much about the reputation of the Uber driver. We're just getting in his car to drive from A to B. When we're inviting somebody into our home to fix something, to see kind of our world popping the hood, uh, that's that's an intimate relationship. And we care about the reputation of who it is that we're inviting into our space. And, and that's why I think you know, the contractors that have invested heavily in that reputation. And, you know, it starts with being being easy to do business with, having, you know, a, a strong kind of brand and, and digital representation. But then it it's about the in-home service experience, how the technicians communicate, how, you know, the experience the whole way through that customer journey that that matters. And those that invest in it and deliver it then afford themselves the ability to charge higher prices for it. And, you know, and, and it's that it's that whole formula of of you know first of all great people great process um and then you know charging charging the right prices that fuel the the ongoing growth that has i think you know powered um it's been really the, the secret sauce for all successful contractors across the country you know let's talk about that you t- i've heard one of your interviews before tell us about what a bookable job is and a book job is the difference right because that seems to be like a little hot spot for you a little heated button can you talk about that Sure. This is, you know, really zeroing in on the customer acquisition, the booking experience. So, you know, there's a lot of contractors uh, invest money into marketing and, uh, and, you know, they, everyone does it in one way or another, whether it's just wrapping your truck or, you know, partnering with great digital agencies like, like one SEO where you're investing dollars into drive demand. And 
historically, a lot of that demand just comes through in the form of leads. And maybe it's a, a contact us form on your website, um, or maybe it's you know a lead that flows through from Home Advisor. Those are leads. Those are opportunities to do work. They're not actual book job. It's not a book job for you. You haven't closed that until it's in your system. And until that happens, that customer is still shopping. They're still looking for whoever it is that's going to solve their problem. And so, you know, what we focus on at Schedule Engine is really taking that opportunity and converting it into a book job. And that's why the integration with the field service management is so important. Like that's how we actually automate that booking process. So we're removing that customer from the shopping journey, and we're we're you know ensuring that that, that customer is 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 doing business with you. And you know that's that that conversion process is ultimately what customers expect when they go to book an appointment. That's what they're there to do. They're not there to submit and wait for you to call them back. They're there to get it done and move on to the next thing that, that's on their list. Um, and so that's that's the difference between a booked appointment and a bookable you know lead that may be flowing through. So there's, you have competition out there, but it seems like you're heading the leading the way with technology. Now I was on your site again this morning, looking at doing research. And I saw the video upload now, right? So it has full video upload of what the problem is. You could actually talk and say, hey, listen, this is my water pump heater. I'm not sure what it is, the name, brand. Because right, a guy like me, that's a you know an idiot when it comes to anything to do with fixing anything. I know how to pull my iPhone out, shoot a video and say, hey, this is where the leak is right here. And I need someone out here to fix it. Can you help me flap go? book. And so you're really, can you talk where that came from the video side? Cause most people aren't embracing video like you. Yeah. So it's, it, you, you kind of nailed it. It's, it's the, a lot of homeowners, they don't understand what's happening in their home. And it's kind of embarrassing to be on a phone call, even with a CSR who's asking you questions that you don't know the answers to, right? Like, you know, that's, you know, I don't know. All I know is that it's broken and I need it fixed. And here's what I can see. Here's what I can feel, right? Like that's what I, that's what most homeowners are equipped with to explain. And so, you know, the online booking process has that, that built into it to invite people who, uh, you know, who don't really know how to explain it, but can, can show it. Um, and as, as the dispatcher or as the CSR, uh, that data, that video, that picture of what it is that's happening is oftentimes much more accurate and useful than, than the you know the layman's explanation of of that homeowner, and so you know it's part inviting the the the, the homeowner to to explain things how how it is that they're comfortable. It's part trying to capture better information for the dispatcher, because ultimately we know that you know the name of the game is getting your best technicians out to the right opportunities. Like that's how you drive the best revenue um, and the highest revenue. Um, that that job of dispatching is important, and and to do that, it starts with having solid information about what the problem is that the that the homeowner has. I love that feature. I, that's a feature I would use all day long. I'd be like, "Hey, listen, Austin, I got a problem here." <laughs> um, so let's talk about this. How has social media and SEO and PPC changed the game for contractors? Right through how's digital marketing? I don't. Do you think because the majority of them still haven't embraced it? A lot of them don't understand it. The great ones do. Can you talk about, do you see a big swing still happening? Do you see a bigger migration that's going to happen? What do you see? Oh, there's there's no question that, you know, the consumers are increasingly, uh, both, uh, across across all demographics, um, spending more and more and more and more of their, their time online. And, you know, social media is is increasingly the best way has been for some time, and it's just continuing to 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 trend in this direction. The best way to communicate with your 
with your audience, with your customers. And, um, and, and consumers expect, you know, to be able to communicate with you. You know, they want to have that reciprocal relationship and that's what social media facilitates. And, you know, again, it's an area where, um, you know, you have to, and you have to invest in it. You have to partner with somebody who understands it and, and you have to invest in it. And, and, you know, there's, there are, there are challenges. Like there, when you, when you are, when you, when you're like on social media, you've, you're inviting people to share their feedback with you, but that's going to happen no matter what, like you have to set yourself up to invite that feedback and, and deal with it and take advantage of it. Um, but I think ultimately it improves the ability for all businesses to communicate and, and strengthen their relationship with their, with their customers to better tell their story in the places where homeowners are spending their time. And you know those that that win that game are ultimately the ones that are going to to prevail long term. Absolutely. What's your next ten years plan for scheduling? Right. I mean, you can't keep hiring thirty people every forty. I mean, is that the plan for the next ten years? I mean, talk to us. What's the what's the plan? It it may be it, so so <laughs> that, that, that may be the only way to keep up with with um, with with the with the demand. But you know, strategically, our 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 mission is is to continue to you know. To, to close that gap and, and to elevate the customer experience for contractors. And that, that means understanding how consumers are evolving and making sure that, you know, the services and the technology that we develop um, and continue to invest in are meeting those needs. We want to take, you know, we, and we have built and we'll continue to build, you know, a, a really a multi-channel booking solution for, for contractors. So whether consumers, you know, want to book, online, whether they want to chat, whether they want to call at 2 a.m. in the morning, whatever it might be, like we will have a service that meets those expectations for for the, the con- for, for the consumer on behalf of the contractor. Um, and that's that's where we're focused. And you know it does require continued investment in our technology. It, can, it requires continued investment in our in our live services and in, in, in the the training of those individuals, the hiring of those individuals. Um, but that's that's where we believe we've got, you know, a, a really strong competitive advantage and where we plan to continue to invest. What do you see as the biggest opportunity for contractors in the next five to 10 years? What would you say if there was a golden nugget that you could give them, they're watching this, you're well-respected, what is it? So I think there's, there, there's three really that, that, that come to mind. First of all, the, the number one challenge that most contractors have is finding and keeping good technicians, right? Like we have a supply shortage. That's one of the biggest problems facing our industry. So I think um, as a contractor, focusing on the environment you're creating to attract and retain good technicians is is key. Like that, that is the number one limitation to your growth is your ability to find and grow technicians. You can only generate as much revenue as you have technicians to run jobs, right? So that's that's number one. Um, number two is then investing in your customer experience. So you know after you have the capacity, you've built the capacity. You, you need to create you know the the customer experience that you know differentiates you from your local competition, and you know and then it's about it's it's then it's about charging the right prices for the work that you do. I think that's that's probably where I see a lot of contractors. Um, you know, a, a miss is is not charging as much as they could for the service that they deliver. And if you get those those things right in that order, um, I think you've got a successful um, you know formula for for growth and for uh, you know for really winning in your local industry. On the final roar, there's contractors out there that are struggling right now. There's businesses that haven't grown when so many other businesses have grown during this. You know, it's over now, but 
have grown. What would you say to the contractors that are struggling? What piece of advice would you give them? Stay, stay at it, you know, like, you know, continue to, to, um, you know, to, to persevere and, and stay resilient um, and focus on one challenge at a time. You know, I think there's, it, you're not going to, as a small contractor, reach what the large contractor who's five times your size is doing overnight. Like you've got to focus on solving one problem at a time and overcoming one obstacle at a time. And that's what those companies did to get to where they're at. Um, and so that's, that's what I think is important is to, is to focus on what you can control and, and, you know, solve incrementally and stay patient, stay determined, and, and you will get there. Ultimately, um, you know, we're in an industry where there's, there's more demand than there is supply. So that's, that's something every contractor has going for them. And that's not going to change. The demand for home services is not going to change. So stay focused on improving what, what you can. And, and, um, you know, and ultimately I think those that, those that are, are creative enough that, that take the right risks that, um, you know, and, and stay, stay in the game and persevere will, uh, will reach their goals. Everyone, you heard it from Austin. Austin, thank you so much for being on the den. I appreciate it. You're a true success story. I love the entrepreneurship. I love Service Engine. It's a great product. If you haven't seen it, everyone check it out. It's very good. A lot of our clients use it. They love it. The feedback's great. So Austin, thank you so much. I appreciate you being on the den, brother. My pleasure, Lance. Thanks for having me.